Character down. Repeat, we have a character down. Dispatching CIS. CIS, the Character Investigation Service. A modern take on the classic character study. Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the CIS Character Autopsy Laboratory. I'm Eric Thomas. Today I wanted to talk about the importance of characters and their stories in our everyday lives. I would go as far as to say that storytelling and the characters within are as important to our collective existence as food, water, and shelter. Characters and their stories serve a variety of purposes to enlighten, to entertain, to educate, provide mental escape, and probably most important, attempt to give this existence a purpose and a meaning. It is said in the Bible that without a vision, people perish. Every day we tell ourselves and are told stories of varying levels of significance and importance to our lives. As we grow and change from child to adult, the characters we consider precious change and evolve, but some may stay precious for a lifetime. I would go as far as to say that without characters and their stories, we would have very little to draw upon in this life when it comes to defining our existence and our purpose. Let's take a journey back in time. We are in a cave that is dimly lit by a small fire. The shadows of our fellow cave dwellers dance on the walls. We look outside and see snow flurries blowing in the entrance of the cave and the faint howling of wolves resonates in our ears. We sit down on a log next to the small fire and watch our fellow residents go about their daily business. One is kneeling at the entrance of the cave cleaning a deer carcass with a small stone knife. Another sits by the fire, dicing up bits of deer meat and vegetables and tossing them into a clay stew pot on the ground next to the fire. A child sits in the corner of the cave, playing with a couple of fashioned wood toys and softly humming a tune. Our eyes drift over to a figure standing up against the distant wall of the cave. In his right hand is a wooden plate laden with thick black wood ash. He dips his left thumb into the wood ash and starts to draw on the wall. Our eyes are transfixed on this figure as he gently and meticulously draws patterns, figures, and shapes on the cave wall. Over the course of maybe an hour, we see that he is drawing a depiction of the day's events. Several figures, spears in hand, stalking through the forest in search of a deer. He continues to draw. Spears flying through the air, the figures encircle their prey. The black ash slowly traverses the cave wall. A deer lays on the ground, impaled by multiple spears as the figures closely encircle. The figures carry their prey back to the cave, suspended on a branch in between two of the figures. The drawing ends with the inhabitants of the cave dancing around the fire in celebration of a successful hunt. Satisfied with his work, he nods and turns around to sit down on one of the logs around the small fire. We sit on the log and stare into the dancing flames as the warmth of the fire caresses our faces. We ponder, why did he do that? 
Why did he feel compelled to depict the day's events on the cave walls? It can't possibly be for history's sake. Perhaps it was for simple pleasure, a simple satisfaction of accomplishment. He couldn't possibly know that his cave dwelling will last the ages and will be studied by people who wish to determine its age and intent. In a flash of light, we are now sitting around the fire, but it is now outside. The air is fresh and clear. It must be the beginning of spring. The nighttime sky is crystal clear and the stars shine brightly like thousands of diamonds. The trees all around us sway and wave in the soft breeze. We gaze around at the fellow members of our village sitting around the fire eating freshly cooked stew from wooden crafted bowls and discussing the day's events. We smile in the warmth of the fire and the fellowship of our family and friends. The fragrance of the flavorful stew fills our nostrils as hunger brings in a number of children who huddle around the fire and are handed a bowl of stew by their prospective parents. Suddenly, the chatter grows quiet and the nighttime ambience becomes clear. Everyone turns as one of the village elders approaches the fire and sits down on one of the logs. We all sit in anxious anticipation as the elder sits in quiet contemplation. The elder reaches his hands to the sky and begins to speak. He tells our village creation story as passed down from generation to generation. In a perfect melding of word and gesture, he reminds us of our divine nature and heritage. The tale brings happiness and comfort, peace to the hearts of our village. The children sit transfixed with their mouths open, hanging on every word and gesture of the elder. With a bow, the elder concludes the story and nods to the circle of people. Everyone around us nods in appreciation and genuine gratitude for the communal experience. In another flash of light, we are seated in a small cafe on the city square. We gaze outside through the hazy glass windows out into the crowded city street. Thunder shakes the glass panes as lightning illuminates the night sky and sheets of rain pound on the roof and flood the cobblestone street. People scurry down the sidewalks in a vain attempt to stay dry as the wind continuously wrestles umbrellas to and fro and out of people's hands. We shake our head in pity for these poor folks stuck outside as we sip our warm tea from a beautiful, colorful glass teacup. We turn in our chair and focus on today's edition of the local newspaper lying on the white tiled table next to us. As we read the day's news stories and gossip, our mind wanders. The words of the newspaper seem to float off the page and dance about in our minds. We become increasingly aware of the cafe ambience around us, the soft chatter of other patrons, the hissing of the teapots behind the counter, and the mechanical click-clack-click-clack of the register at work. Outside, the rain subsides slightly and we hear the steam horn of a train in the distance, as well as the screams of a local paper boy who has re-emerged to sell his stack for the day. We hear the sloshing of muddy water underneath the feet of people hustling down the street, as well as the bark of a couple stray dogs who have reappeared from the alleyways between the buildings. Suddenly, 
We realize we have drifted off into the mindful oblivion and return to reading the newspaper while sipping warm tea. With a satisfied grin, we finished the last sip of our tea and set the teacup down on its coaster. We roll up the newspaper, stand, and walk outside. The air is humid and muggy as sweat forms on our brows almost instantly. We turn and walk down the sidewalk as the sun emerges from behind the clouds and brings delightful warmth and heat to dry the drenched earth beneath. In conclusion, I have attempted to provide three examples of storytelling through our collective human history. We have always told stories, and in those stories are characters that we can relate to, look up to, perhaps even fear and respect. In a way, characters and their stories help to give our lives meaning, purpose, and fulfillment. Over time, the storytelling mediums have changed, but the core intents have remained the same. This investigation is meant to be a celebration of characters and a showcase of their importance to us in our daily lives. It is my hope that we will collectively know the value of deep, well-written characters and will have the fortitude to cherish them and pass them on to the next generation. Thank you for listening to this episode of CIS, the Character Investigation Service. I hope that you have enjoyed it and we'll return again for the next one. Find a character and their story that you can hold on to today and take some time to simply enjoy it and cherish it. Until next time, good night.